Brian Nichols, you're a great man with some great ideas, a great podcast. Do you see why he's my favorite libertarian people? <laughs> yes. He's full of common sense and wisdom. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. Today I'm joined by easily one of the best of the best, Matt Kibbe. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Hey, Brian. It's good to be with you. By the way, let me take a step back and say I love what you're doing. I love the conversational style, and it's a combination of good fun and serious ideas. I love the fact that your show's doing what it does, and, and this is how we win the future. The Brian Nichols Show is the fastest-growing liberty podcast that brings together people from all means of political thought as we seek to have meaningful conversations about the issues you care about. There's so many things that we can do to make America freer and the world better and safer and more peaceful. Everybody has the responsibility of trying to help to do that. You know, what you're doing with your podcast is a perfect example of, you know, you're doing this as a labor of love and for the cause, and that is exactly what we have to have. At The Brian Nichols Show, our goal is to leave the audience educated, enlightened, and informed. And now your host, Brian Nichols. I can see the shock expression on your face. What? A Brian Nichols Show episode not on a day named Friday? Well, yeah, that's because I love you guys being the best audience in the world, and I'm giving you a bonus episode this week with a fantastic guest. She needs no introduction, because I know all of you know who she is. The great Julie Borowski here to discuss her new kid's book, Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza. So, on to the show, Julie Borowski, here on The Brian Nichols Show. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. It, now, we, we have to tell the audience what happened here. Now, there's a running joke in libertarian podcasting circles that there's dark Tom Woods out there who steals the audio from certain podcasts. So you and I, we actually had this conversation about two weeks ago, and evidently Dark Tom Woods got my my feed again. So uh, yeah, I lost our entire audio for that. So we're doing part two, Julie, on the, you're uh, coming on my show to discuss your new book, which is a new kid's book, Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza. So Julie, let's start off introducing yourself to the audience for those who maybe aren't familiar with your work. Hi, my name is Julie Borowski. I think most people probably know me because of my YouTube channel. I've been doing YouTube videos since 2011, a long time. I talk about libertarianism and ideas, and I was big in the Ron Paul movement back in the day, so I've written a book now. So you wrote this book, and it, it's in the same realm as a eye pencil. So it's meant, though, for children, and I like how you went and made it something that was more engaging for kids to discuss, because it's pizza, and everybody loves pizza. So what kind of was the um, the pathway towards you wanting to write a kid's book versus maybe a, a book aimed towards adults and such? Over the years, a lot of parents have approached me and said that their kids actually like watching me on YouTube, um, because I tend to make my videos kind of fun and positive. So I've had this kid audience for a while, and I didn't know what to do with it. And I wanted to write a book. I was like, okay, maybe I can write a libertarian book, but I wanted to do something that hasn't really been done that much. I didn't want to just put out another libertarian book. <laughs> okay. And I also had a baby recently. So that kind of got me started like, okay, hey, what can I do with all this? So I was like, okay, I want to write this kid's book. What can I do? And I thought I pencil is a great story for kids. It's very simple to the point, but I wanted to make it like you said, more engaging for kids. So I was like, okay, kids love pizza. Like, if they see a book with pizza on it, they're going to be like, I want to read this book. So <laughs> I, I was like, okay, let's make this, like, eye pencil, and let's talk about, like, invisible hand and spontaneous order and division of labor. Let's take all these complicated things and make them very simple and fun for kids. So that's what I set out to accomplish. 
And it definitely sounds like you accomplished that because I've heard nothing but good things so far from the reviews um, from a lot of our great libertarian thinkers. I know Jeffrey Tucker was recommending the book. Uh, Rand Paul was recommending the book. So, I mean, that just speaks to the, the you know, the, the outreach and the support really of our, our libertarian audiences trying to make sure that we're we're spreading the word to this awesome book. So um, this obviously I mentioned earlier was about Leonard E. Reed's um, I Pencil. And it's interesting, Julie, I, I kind of see like what you're doing with this book kind of in the realm of like the Tuttle Twins, right? Reaching out to these younger demographics. Um, you know, and I know you mentioned congratulations, by the way, about you having a kid of your own. Um, I guess what do you, you feel looking towards right now, this younger generation of kids growing up in America? Do you kind of feel that, you know, we're setting the foundation for them to, to it, you know, look at the, the pro-liberty message and take that forward? Or you know, with the rise of the AOCs of the world, do you think we have a little bit more of a, a challenge ahead of us? I think a little bit of both. Uh, like you said, we have the Title Twins, which is a great book I promoted myself. I have my book. I know there's a couple other libertarian kids books out there. So we're really getting out and saying, hey, you know, sometimes it's really hard to quote unquote convert people once they become adults. But if we reach these kids at an early age, they're going to start thinking about these ideas at an early age and hopefully they can, you know, um, accept these ideas. So I think it's really important to get people when they're young and they're kind of open-minded to different ideas and you can get them there. Um, I see a lot of books. I know there's a lot of homeschooling parents these days. Right. Where, you know, when I was growing up 30 years ago, it was like considered kind of, oh, you're a homeschooler. That's kind of weird. Are you like super religious? Um, but now it's kind of like more mainstream. There's a lot of non-religious parents. A lot of religious parents too still do it. It's, it's become more mainstream. I feel like the homeschooling, there's like unschooling movement that's kind of mm -hmm. big. So I think there is some hope there. I know there is some, uh, you know, AOC is kind of a disappointing thing. But I think overall there is more hope um, than we know. Yeah, and I, I will say, you know, even to expound upon that, it's interesting to see you know, my, my younger sister, for example, she's uh, just going off to, uh, to college. And I actually did an episode with her just kind of kind of gauging where she is, um, you know, as, as a, you know, I guess, Generation Z, which is hard for me to even comprehend that she's, you know, that yet far away from where the millennials were even. And, um, you know, it seems like even her generation is much more. Uh, in line right now with looking at you know the the market alternatives you know looking at Uber and Lyft and, and technologies like that and saying you know there's definitely a positive to what you know those have brought to the table and those really wouldn't have existed otherwise if it wasn't for you know these concepts of liberty the the innovation the free market enterprise that we have today. Well, that's really good to hear. Yeah, all this technology and entrepreneurship, and I feel like young people tend to look at entrepreneurship, like Elon Musk and all these people, with like, oh, I want to be like that these days. So that's really cool because I don't feel like we had as much as that growing up. Um, I know before the internet, back in the dark ages, dark ages, you just kind of had like the TV media. Now we, all these people are doing entrepreneurship and amazing things. So that's really great to hear. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, kind of circling back to your book, right? So um, nobody knows how to make a pizza. Uh, let's kind of go maybe a little bit more into the book itself. So I wanted to kind of walk through, if you could, from start to finish, what uh, what's the process of making the pizza in, in the Julie Borowski version of this book? Um, again, in that kind of realm of eye pencil, how do you mention these individual ingredients and how they're all created? Well, the whole thing is that nobody knows how to make a pizza. And that title, I think, is kind of intriguing because you're like, wait a minute, what do you mean by that? Like, doesn't a chef know how to make a pizza? You just put tomato sauce on the crust, cheese, and put it in the oven. But there's so much more that goes on that, does, that doesn't meet the eye at first. There's millions and millions of people involved. So in the book, I just went through a, through, through a couple of people because, you know, you can't do everybody. 
Um, but I talked about, you know, the farmer who grows the wheat for the crust, the delivery person who takes the tomatoes to the factory to make the sauce, the lady who cuts the cheese at the factory. Um, so I, all these people that you don't really think about, oh, I'm just eating this pizza, but there's so, so many people behind this pizza. And so I talked about that and I kind of talked about how, you know, there's not a central planner. There's no like pizza king saying, okay, guys, we have to make pizza. You do this, you do that, you do that. It's just really kind of all these people come together voluntarily and peacefully all over the world to make this pizza. And they may themselves not even care about pizza, but they do it because of money. And that's not a bad thing. Like there's kind of like, oh, this money thing. Oh, that's that's, that's disgusting. No, it's like it's a right. profit thing. Money's not a bad thing because people work for money. They exchange their skills and they can use that money to buy what, whatever they want. So it's actually a great thing. So that's kind of the point of the book that nobody knows how to make a pizza. <laughs> and, um, it's, it's interesting, too, because um, Jeffrey Tucker, who we were just uh, mentioning from the uh, AIER, American Institute for Economic Research, um, who you know was also promoting your book as well. Uh, he did an article back in February of this past year, and it was in um, response to a lot of those videos that uh, AOC was doing at home where she's, you know, she's cooking dinner and she's, you know, trying to relate to her audience and she was uh, making a sweet potato dish. And Jeffrey Tucker did an article over AIER and is, is actually uh, in line with what you're doing there with Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza. And it was called Where Did AOC Get Her Sweet Potatoes? And it pretty much goes through very similar in what you were doing for your book about how you know the journey for the sweet potato to get to, you know, AOC's kitchen um, there's so much that goes into it. And again, it goes to what you were just speaking about. There, there's needs to be that incentive for the person who's making the product, whether it's the sweet potato or, you know, the, the farmer who's milking the cows. I mean, I grew up in, uh, Northern New York and it's very rural and, you know, the livelihoods of, of a lot of people up there are farmers. Um, but to see like that's where it begins, but people in the city seem to be very detached from, you know, the, the, I guess the ideas and the realities that, the stuff that they get to uh, take advantage of every single day from the electricity to the foods, they're coming from other places. They just don't appreciate that the, in order to, for this all to come together in this one magical ball of awesome, you have to have that incentive for people to want to actually create those different pieces. Yeah, we have so much stuff today that it's not hard not to take it for granted. You know, you turn on the switch and, oh, the light comes on and you don't think about it until, like, there's a storm and you don't have electricity and all of a sudden you appreciate things more. So, yeah, we have so much today in part because of capitalism that we don't truly appreciate it. I made this video a couple years ago, um, kind of talk about um, I pencil and I pizza. It was actually I sandwich where I went through all that's required to make one sandwich because a lot of people were like, oh, get back in the kitchen, you know, that kind of thing. I got from YouTube comments, make make me a sandwich. I was like, okay, oh, well, actually, I, I can't make you a sandwich. But I went through all the ingredients in the sandwich and how all these people are involved. So it was kind of just amazing the things that we eat and do every day that we just take for granted. And it's because of the market, because of all these people behind it who makes these amazing things. Oh, for sure. So let's kind of, um, you know, Talking about the book, what's been the feedback like? I mean, it's been out for a little bit now, and and you've had it on sale on Amazon. So, what's been the uh, the reaction from some of the folks who've been buying the book, and the the reaction from the kids? It's been great. It still has five out of five stars on Amazon, which is really cool. A lot of people have written nice reviews for me, so it's been great. Uh, my favorites are the, the, the reviews that say their kid wanted to reread it again and again. So I was like, okay, I did a great job there. Um, <laughs> I've also had, you know, like family friends who are not political who bought it like, oh, I'm just going to be nice and buy her book. And they're like, wow, this actually isn't that bad. 
because I think, you know, Julie Borowski, the libertarian commentator, puts out this children's book. Right. People imagine it's kind of like political propaganda, but they were like, oh, this is actually pretty, you know, educational. This is fun. Like that's that was kind of like the whole point where I wanted to have a broad audience where, yes, if you're a libertarian parent, you will appreciate this book. But even if you're not, you're going to appreciate this book. I think this is a book that you can get your nieces and nephews and it's not going to be a big deal. So uh, where can people go ahead and uh, and find Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza if they're interested in buying a copy or they want to get it for somebody as a gift? It's on Amazon right now. Uh, you can just type in Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza and it should come up right now. It's in um, ebook and paperback format. Uh, the hardback cover should be coming soon. Awesome. And then how about this uh, for some you know, uh, ending off here? Julie, what, what's coming up in the future for uh, for your future endeavors? Do you have any plans in terms of maybe another book or any speaking tours, anything that my audience can look forward to? I am writing the book now. Um, I'm trying to think about how I have all these ideas in my head and I'm trying to figure out how to put them on paper. So the next book is coming because this one had such a great response. It seems like people want more. Um, I'm still doing YouTube videos. I'm I'm picking those up recently, um, so hopefully you'll see more of those. And yeah, just I'm just on social media, just hanging out on the internet. Um, Julie Borowski, I'm pretty much on all platforms. Awesome, and I'll make sure I include uh, all those links to your social media, but also more importantly, um, to include the links there to nobody knows how to make a pizza over on your Amazon um, shopping link. So, uh, Julie, thank you so much for for taking some time here to uh, to re-record after Dark Tom Woods took our audio from last time. So, I definitely appreciate you coming on the show again. And uh, yeah, folks, if you really want to get a great book, it's nobody knows how to make a pizza uh, from Julie Borowski. Julie, thanks you so much for joining the show today. Thank you for having me on again. Absolutely. And that was my conversation with the great Julie Borowski about her awesome book, Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza. I included that link in the show notes, folks, so be sure to go ahead and uh, click that link, give it a purchase. It's a fantastic read, and it's a great gift, especially for, uh, for you know, friends who have young kids, um, or if you yourself have some young kids. Nobody Knows How to Make a Pizza. Fantastic purchase, and it's really going to help the, uh, the kids understand uh, the values of the free market and uh, the values of incentive for people to uh, make a great product and make a delicious end product like a pizza. So, thank you folks who enjoyed today's episode. Again, share with family and friends, but also if you could, head over to social media Follow me on uh, Twitter and on Facebook at B Nichols Liberty. If you didn't hear my episode with uh, Carla Garrick uh, from Friday, please go ahead and check that out. It's a fantastic conversation about her work over in New Hampshire and also uh, the Free State Project. But with that, thank you again, folks, for joining us with another fun-filled episode of The Brian Nichols Show, a bonus episode of The Brian Nichols Show. With that, we'll see you Friday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com.